Hey, want to learn about the latest trends in digital marketing? In today's connected world, information is plentiful and always changing. It's difficult to keep up. Each week, we bring you the latest digital marketing news in easy, digestible format. Say goodbye to hours of research and learn everything you need to know right here. You are listening to This Week in Marketing. Hey everyone, welcome back to This Week in Marketing Show, also known as The Twim Show. I'm your host Sajid Islam and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of May 17, 2021. First off, before we I begin today, I want to start off with a bit of a warning that this week we had quite a few major updates from social media platforms such as Snapchat, Facebook, uh, Google. So what this means that it might become a very long show, so you know, be forewarned, uh, but you definitely want to stay on. Uh, I will try my best to make it as short as possible, but I think, you know, it's going to get longer. Okay. With that, first jump in to an update from uh, Snapchat's uh, partner summit that was held this week. And some of the key updates from this is quite a bit. Uh, Snapchat right now has 500 million monthly active users. Yes, you heard it right. That's 500 million monthly active users of that 280 million daily active users. And just for uh, comparison's sake, I will tell you Pinterest is at 478 million active users, whereas Twitter is 353 million active users daily. So... All in all, it looks like, you know, Snapchat is um, not really far off. It's a platform that's really gaining momentum. Uh, it's really coming uh, along, with, especially with young users. Now, in this uh, partner summit, aside from their growth numbers, what they also shared a few things, uh, product updates. Number one is they have this augmented reality enabled spectacles. Uh, which is glasses uh, and you know they have also launched uh, lens studio uh, and basically the goal here is that you know with these spectacles or the glasses you know they are able to you we can create shared experiences and shared reality right now by the way these glasses something you and i cannot buy you have to be a creator on snapchat and then you only you can get it but I saw the video and what it sh shows the future of augmented reality, right? It's absolutely uh, mind-blowing what Snapchat is doing. It's like a glass that you wear for as an eyeglass and you'd be able to create all these uh, different uh, realities. Like, you know, you could look at an object like a house and, you know, things pop up and you can create like, I think the possibilities are endless, Okay, so that's what it is. That's the first thing that they announced. The next thing that came out of Snapchat is public uh, profiles for businesses. You can now uh, connect with your customers organically by highlighting useful and engaging content, showcasing existing lenses, uh, augmented reality experiences, and share shoppable products directly uh, within the Snapchat app, all while delivering insights for your business. That's what Snapchat is saying. You know, if in all in all, this is similar to what Facebook pages are. This is exactly the same. Uh, there's nothing wrong uh, or new with Snapchat's uh, public profiles. But, you know, it just highlights how Snapchat is becoming business-oriented, uh, business-focused, okay? The next thing that came out of Snapchat this week, and I really absolutely love it, is the scanning with Snap camera, which is basically you can take a photo of this, an object like a dog, or, you know, 
plan and it will tell you what it is, right? Uh, so it's just basically enge- uh, in- encouraging uh, encouraging uh, habitual discovery behavior. That's what they're saying. And I love that. The Along with the snap camera, what they also come up with two things. The one is for shopping. They call it screen shop, which is basically you can now scan a friend, whatever clothes they're wearing, and then Snapchat is going to tell you, show you merchants from where you can buy it. Amazing, right? Now you you are driving around, you're walking around somewhere, and you see someone wearing something cool. Although it might be creepy to take their photo without asking them first, but you can instead of saying, "Hey, where did you find it? Let me see," you could just say, "Oh, I love it. Let me see if they have it online," and you can do that. That's screenshot. The other thing they are saying and soon to be launched is, you can scan a food ingredient, and it's going to tell you the recipe options. So, like for example, you can scan a ripe avocado, and it's going to give you suggested uh, guacamole recipes from allrecipes.com. I love it, right? Oftentimes I was wondering like, oh, what am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? What can I cook with all these things? Not with avocado. Maybe I'm tired of guacamole and I want to see some other options, but that's just something Snapchat thing. Uh, Snapchat thing. The other thing they can announce is camera shortcuts. What this basically does is when you open your app and you look at an image, you took an take an image or look at an image through the app, it's going to tell you different filters, different music based on what it sees in the background. Love it, right? Uh, the next thing they announced is augmented reality try-on. And they use the example of Farfetch and Prada. So basically what they're saying is with your body matching, you can actually try on clothes with your hand gesture. I don't know about you. And you can try on clothes. You could change the color of the clothes, things like that. And you can even shop within the app. Uh, the, la- the last two things that they have uh, was actually three things was they have announced, created a creators marketplace where, you know, brands can connect with creators and basically it's just creating a marketplace. So it's making it easier for brands and partners to connect. So if I need someone to create uh, stuff for me or you on Snapchat platform, I can find someone. It helps, you know, so I wish it helps to connect and get App experts. I wish uh, Facebook has done that in the past, but they haven't done it. But anyway, I'm not going to here to bash Facebook. It's upgrade about Snapchat. They have a creator monetization update on creator monetization. If you remember, we covered this. Snapchat was giving out up a million dollars a day to creators to in- boost uh, engagement on Spotlight. Now they're saying they're going to in- decrease it down to one million dollars a month. They still have it. They saw a big push momentum on getting people on the platform. They just want to reduce it. They don't want to keep paying a million dollars a day. The other thing they have is gifting. Now you can send uh, snap tokens as a way to way for you to say thank you to a creator uh, through their through your replies. And it's a way for a creator to have build a deep connection with you. Uh, similar to what we covered last week on TikTok as well. Okay, with that, let's move on. That's a long update, if you ask me, on Snapchat, but it was required. Okay, with that, let's jump into Facebook. Facebook basically this week shared what's allowed on their platform, which is the community standards, as well as a community standards enforcement report. I don't want to go too deep into it, but this is for anyone who is on Facebook, especially if you are a creator or if you are a business owner on Facebook or if you have a Facebook person, you should must follow this because what Facebook is saying, you know, this is what we uh, follow. If you have any doubts, follow this. And the other thing I will tell you is they have uh, uh, basically they're saying 
they have zero tolerance approach and they will remove it. Uh, but they are saying zero tolerance doesn't mean zero occurrence. It's going to happen. But again, folks, if you are in business or if you have a team, tell them to review these community centers. But you could say, hey, I do not know. We don't need it. I mean, you know, if you are like us where you want, you know kind of things you should say, uh, you're not going to be in, uh, like, you know, in those gray areas, then maybe you could skip it. But the next update will tell you why you should follow it, especially if you run ads, okay? Then that's where Facebook basically did a series, uh, which is what they're saying, how does Facebook ad system works, right? And there, one of the things is obviously, you know, you don't want to know how the ad works, what the ad sets and things like that. But what you want to know is the main thing is how to avoid Facebook ad bans, right? So there they said, okay, what policies apply to ads? They require advertisers to follow their advertising policies in addition to the community standards, which is the last update we just covered. Now, if you're running ads, now it gives you incentive to look at the community standards as well as advertising policies because the community standards is guide is, is basically tells you what kind of content is allowed and not allowed. But as soon as you start advertising, it places an additional requirement on you, the advertisers, in, because they want to help people. They want to help they want to help they want to help further protect people from poor experience especially because ads may be delivered to people in the news feed from pages or accounts they don't follow that's a crucial line that you should remember right that's a crucial line that you should remember like you know they don't want for example they don't want your ads to show profanity excessive nudity or include misinformation now if you're saying hey you buy my course and you can become a millionaire in 6 months I don't know, depending on the person who is reviewing it might say, you know, that's just a hyperbole because, you know, how can you be a millionaire in six months, right? Hey, I'm just saying. There are a lot of people pushing that. So just saying. Be careful. If you're running ads, look at community standards and advertising policies. Let's move on. Okay. Next up from Facebook as well. He's saying, say hello to live shopping Friday by Facebook. Okay. There are brands like Sephora, Abercrombie & Fitch, Clinic. Uh, as from the brand list, and we're going to put a link to that page where you can find all the brand list. It seems like it's a better thing, but Facebook is really testing it out. Uh, the It's basically will run till July 16th, okay? You could use this thing to see this season's latest trend, model in real time, ask questions about how they fit, select your size, buy all from the comfort of your home. Uh, it's going to start, it's going to happen starting, I think, this Friday, this week, and uh, every Friday through July 16, and you would be able to like you know, even buy right over in that uh, you know in that window. You don't have to leave that screen. Now, you can tune into live shopping streams on uh, each brand's Facebook page or by visiting the shop tab or bookmark it or, or or the bookmark it on mobile, right? So if you, and yeah, that's what they're saying. Like, you know, if you see something you love, you can easily purchase items presented during the live shopping stream by tapping on the products featured in the stream and checking in, checking out all without leaving Facebook. So this is Facebook's first foray into live shopping and creating an all-inclusive app where you could actually watch, see something and buy something as well. Okay, and also you're giving them your address, just so that you know. Okay, moving on. Uh, now we have updates from Instagram. Instagram has planned their first creator week. Uh, one thing I do want to, it's going to run from June 8th to June 10th, uh, with a series of virtual streaming sessions. They will only, these are only invitation only with 
They have sent out an invitation to 5,000 creators from the U.S. are expected to attend. These three-day event sessions will event will include sessions like how to supercharge your community, media training 101, how to break into entertainment, how to start a podcast, how to get discovered on Instagram, and find my March line, uh, where you will be able to pitch your dream product to a panel of judges, and the winners will get their ideas funded. So Facebook is tweaking us kind of an angle of a reality TV show as well as all these other things. Well, since it's an invite-only session, Facebook Instagram has said it will make a portion of the content from the sessions publicly available on Instagram.com slash creators account with, that has about 4.5 million followers, including a daily uh, recap series called The Rundown. So... There we go. Even if you didn't get invitations, because you heard our show, you're on our show, you're listening to our show, you can go follow Instagram.com slash creators, follow them, and you can get a recap or some highlights from the shows. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Next up, we have Pinterest. Pinterest has launched idea pins and also shared how it handles five plus billion searches on Pinterest. Now, here is a thing. I don't think you are here to listen to about the engineering background or how they handle all these 5 billion searches a day. What you want to hear about is the amount of searches. I didn't know that anyone else is, you know, you know doing that many searches every day. Uh, actually, no, I take it back. It's 5 billion searches per month. I need to correct my slides. Okay, so, but still, 5 billion is a lot of number. I mean, Google does about 6 billion a day, I believe. Uh, so that's a quite a bit of a number. So what this basically means is after, after Facebook, after Google, or maybe TikTok is Pinterest, is what I think. Okay, and if, if you, and the other thing is they're launching idea pins, uh, they've been testing it for the last eight months. Idea, te- idea pins are basically video uh, stories. It's Facebook, right? Uh, it's that's how I can easily explain to you is like you know video stories. Uh, you just do voice. You can do a lot of different things, and you can move on with it. So, if you are into Pinterest, if you have, then you definitely want to, um, you know. Stay on this platform and you want to basically take advantage of all these things. It's a platform that you shouldn't just ignore. Okay, that's what I wanted to say. Okay, next up, a little quick update from Twitter. Twitter adds scheduling for Spaces. Again, if you do not remember what Spaces is, Spaces is Twitter's version of uh, audio-only feature. Uh, No, I take it back. Spaces is, yeah, audio-only features similar to uh, Clubhouse, right? Uh, Enabling broadcast to plan out and build hype around their upcoming events. This is a feature that's already exists in Clubhouse. So again, Twitter is catching up, nothing more to do. And what they've done, they've relaunched Twitter Blue uh, verification, which is basically now it's your way to get that blue check mark. Right, they had turned it off previously. People were uh, wondering when it's gonna be turned on. It's there now. Uh, what I will do is I will try to put a link to the page on how to get your you know Twitter account verified. Go ahead and apply and see if you are uh, eligible or not. 
Next up, from Google. Now, this is a big one because Google I.O. was also this week. Uh, so Google announced one big thing or two big thing in the shopping world, which is they are partnering with Shopify. Okay, so what that basically means is that Shopify's 1.7 million merchants can get their product features across Google in just a few clicks. That's number one. That's big, right? Uh, Google says it has seen a uh, 70% increase in uh, increase in the size of its product catalog and 80% increase in merchants on its platform over the past year because of Google has eliminated a lot of the charges because of they want to onboard. A uh, lot of the merchants, and with this, it's just going to get bigger, right? And they're trying to push that further with the evolution of what they're calling it the shopping shopping graph. The shopping graph is a dynamic, artificial intelligence enhanced model that understands a constantly changing set of products, sellers, brands, reviews, and most importantly, the product information and inventory data that they receive from brands and retailers directly, as well as how these attributes relate to one another. With people shopping across Google more than a billion times a day, the shopping graph makes those sessions more helpful by connecting people with over 24 billion listings from millions of merchants across the web. It works in real time so people can discover and shop for products that are available right now. That was a blurb from Google's announcement. But if you break it down, you will realize the power of Google. And yes, if I was Amazon, I would be sweating bullets because now I have Snapchat to deal with, I have Google to deal with, I have Facebook to deal with. Like, you know, it's like everyone's jumping into the shopping bandwagon. But Google is the 800-pound gorilla when it comes to search. And this is absolutely phenomenal. What Google is doing, it's a big win for Shopify merchants. Obviously, that basically means it's going to be a lot of content, a lot of SEO work. Hey, we are happy because we're going to see a lot more people are going to, a lot of Shopify merchants are now going to advertise on um, Google ads. Okay. And with that, let's move on to the next update. And this is an update about Google ads. So Google has announced four new features. Uh, one of them is going to be, they have now insights for top signals for uh, target return on ad spend and maximize conversion value. So we can see those report uh, signals and or in the beat strategy report to, and gives us more transparency factors that drive our campaign performance and can help us uh, about our and help us make better decisions around the marketing strategy. Okay. Currently, before this, uh, we could only view top signals for campaigns that uses uh, target cost per acquisitions and maximize conversions. conversions. Uh, so going forward, these signals are, will now be available for search campaigns using target return on ad spend and maximize conversions. So that's good. Okay, It's increasing the reach of you know, giving us data back from Google saying what worked and what didn't work. The next thing is we can apply the next update from feature updates from Google Ads is that we can apply seasonality adjustments at the manager account level. Again, if you're not familiar with manager account level, it's okay. It's for people like us, agencies like us. We use manager accounts because we manage multiple Google accounts and we instead of going to each individual customer accounts at a time, we go to a manager account where we can manage things across the board. And what seasonality adjustment means is that we could inform Google Ads system, hey, we are running a promotion and we might see a lot of conversions. So this is just to 
tell the giving the ad system a heads up so that it doesn't like learn something wrong right just so that you know seasonality adjustment is something we can do no more than 14 days so it has to be less than 14 days but if you have a like you know say memorial day sale coming up which is going to be run for three days and you know people are going to buy a lot of stuff from your things you don't want to train the algorithm incorrectly you want to tell them so that the algorithm makes adjustments for that the next thing Google is coming up with or saying is that can implement maximize conversions, value bidding with recommendations. Uh, with that, what basically means is that it's making easier to opt into uh, maximize conversions, value bidding by surfacing new opportunities on the recommendation space. Again, look at this. It's all about artificial intelligence, right? Especially the next one. What the next one is saying is predict performance with target impressions uh, share simulators. They've created a simulator that kind of give you tools to show how your ad campaign is going to do when you do the target impression share uh, campaign or bid strategy. But if on all these four things, the only one thing you should know is rec- you should walk away with, in, in addition to the, some of the changes that are happening, especially if you're in the Google ad space, is Google is pushing more and more of automation. Automation is here to stay. So it's for, it's for all of us, it's in our best interest to figure out how can we leverage automation. Right? It's not going to go backwards, right? It's going to go only forward and it, automation is going to happen. We have to figure out how do we train we Google Ads people or advertisers or ad person, how do we train the Google's ad system? That's where the, where the next generational uh, Google ad specialists are going to basically deliver value for their clients. Okay? With that, folks, that's it for the end of this week's stream show. Once again, this is your host, Saj Islam. And now, if you signing off until next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.